Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Folks, and welcome back to the movie trivia showdown alongside the great Andrew Guy. I am the tolerable Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. And Andrew, you talk about young stars in the league looking to get their very first W in the singles division here in the showdown. We have two of the finest in the switchblade, Rachel Silverstrini and the Boston badass Paige Frabetti. It's a rookie versus a vet in the opposite order that I just announced them. How do you see this one going, pal? Right, a rookie versus a vet, but both of them going to get their first win here in singles. And that's really the thing to hold on to in this match. Who is going to get that first notch on their belt? Because once, it's like when you're answering, answering questions in the MTS. Once you get that first question down, it gets a lot easier from there. Silvestrini, she's done it in teams. And as you said, she is a veteran of the game. However, in singles, she just hasn't been able to do it. Well, we know that she's lights out in that Disney category, as exhibitions past have proved, but she's still looking to make her mark in the league. She's got the right manager, in my opinion, shepherding her, and that would be Kate Mulligan, she of the Den. It just feels like they work so well together with their study sessions, with the rest of the Den supporting her, and you're just hoping to get over the hump here today. But, I mean, you talk about someone who almost had their first W earlier this season in the Schmodown. That would be the Boston badass of the usual suspects, Paige Frabretti, making quite a statement, even in a losing effort in her inaugural turn. Yeah, I think it's really important. Excuse me, as I seem to be choking out of excitement. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, oh, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready. Uh, with Sam Levine, it's a great place for a rookie to be, right? Sam is one of the masters of the game. We've seen his knowledge pay off as a player and as a spectator and now as a manager handedly. And I think that's really what Paige needs to lean on here. She knows what she knows. Let the game be in the hands of her manager. Silva Streety on the other side, she has to put the pass behind her. She's had wins, she's had losses, but she's played great competitors in her losses and singles. That's the other thing you have to look at is who she's played and who she's lost to in the past. They're not nobodies. There's a lot of great names on that list. So I think Paige is in a great spot managerial-wise. And same thing with Rachel. Kate is the best at chilling you out and putting a smile on your face. Did you make the egotistical announcer faux pas, Andrew? Did, did you pull a Harloff and did you try to cram a full slice of pizza in right before we went to air? I just, <laughs> I just know I could eat that much. I've done it before. I've gotten second place in numerous food eating competitions, and I wanted to prove it to the fans here at the MTS. Thank you for putting me on the spot. The white hot spotlight of the Schmodown is for the competitors to answer movie trivia questions, not for the announcers to see how much they can eat, shut down their gullet moments before. You know what? We'll let Andrew recover as we watch this spectacular promo. Oh man, I've been waiting for this day for a long, long time. You are exceeding my wildest expectations. So it's happening with me today, man. Star is going. Boston Bass back there. Let's get snowed out. What a match it was. Paige looked phenomenal, as Sam said, like, you know, just a couple questions at the end there. She just she just didn't know. Paige absolutely proved not only does she belong here, but that she is someone to be feared. Listen up, Schmodown. I played the team usual suspects. I'm hearing some of you guys out there saying I'm an underdog because I lost my first match against Peggy. But guess what, guys? That didn't discourage me. That motivated me. But I just need to say, Paige. You know, again, Paige, super rock star. She, she's gone above and beyond recently. Yep. She's been a real trooper. When other competitors hear, oh, they have to play Paige, I want them to go, oh, no, I, she's, she's really good. 
Oh, Schmodown, I've missed you. You got Rachel Silverstreet, who I will kick and scream, but I, I caved in to the switchblade, and she has been, she's been a switchblade. She went up against both Paul Preston and Roca and gave them both fights. It was by no means anything except fights on both of those. It's been too long, and now I get to come back and play the page for Betty. Boston badass. I don't know if you guys know much about the 1980 Winter Olympics, but uh, it's Team Usual Suspects. We're pretty much Team USA. My manager, Sam Levine, is Hob Brooks. And Miss Rachel, Switchblade Silverstreamy, she's a Russian hockey team just standing in my way. I don't think she really knows her hockey history as well as she thinks she does because I'm not the Russians from Miracle. Because I'm the 1976 Philadelphia Flyers. You know, the team that made Russia quit after two periods of play because it got a little rough. I'm not scared of anyone in the showdown, so whoever they want to give me, I will take with open arms. Maybe 0-1, but I'm not going 0-2. Rachel, guess this rookie's going to have to make you 0-4, because I'm not going down this season. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens when you bring hockey skates to a switchblade fight. The baby has been burped. That, of course, being Andrew Guy. And look, maybe Kate Mulligan's motherly instincts could have helped you out before we ran to the promo because she just looks like she is so good at throwing barbs to her opponent and you know she loves having fun with Sam Levine of the usual suspects but she really does have that nurturing sensibility when it comes to her competitor the switchblade odd name for a kid but Kate seems to treat her as one of her own is that going to be enough to get her to victory today but like you pointed out Sam Levine knows how to coach he knew how to play the game as well as anybody have ever seen and now he's starting to transfer that ability onto his young competitors you know when I watch Watch the most two recent matches between these two competitors. I think the most important thing, other than obviously their knowledge and they have the faith in their managers, is when you miss, know that that's okay. It's very hard to have a perfect game. They have been happening a lot, but when you miss, you gotta stay strong. And I guarantee you, these two ladies are very much ready to go. Ellis, are you? I am pumped and to rest both of our throats for a hot second. Here is Christian Harloff. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown introducing first representing the usual suspects with the record of zero wins and one defeat the boston bad ass Paige Fabretti has emerged. Paige, you know, with a moniker like the Boston Badass, that's quite a reputation to live up to. So how do you feel like you're going to do that today? You would certainly go a far way in proving that by beating someone called the Switchblade. I mean, listen, in Boston, I have that reputation itself. So I'm ready to play anyone. You guys want to give me another member for the den? I guess I'm going hunting today. It's hunting season. I'm ready to take them down. So let's get it started, guys. Badass, it's really great to see you so confident coming into this match. Now, I have to bring up maybe a moment from the past that you don't want to talk about, but you were really in control of that first match against Gubbins. What do you want to change in rounds two and three today that maybe went a little off the rails in your debut? Honestly, not too much. Take my time. It's For me, it's me against the questions. It's not me against my opponent. So this is my second time coming in now, so... The nerves have gone down a little bit. I'm just ready to play. I mean, you guys think I'm good enough to play a vet, so I'm just going to have to make her 0-4. So let's just get this started, guys. Oh, Ellis. <laughs> Not lacking for confidence is the Boston Badass. And who's her opponent? Her opponent representing the Den with the record of zero wins and three defeats. The Switchblade, Rachel. Still the screening. Oh, she's locked and loaded and ready to go. She's packing, Ellis. Yeah, that that looks like it hurts. Rachel, are you okay? I hope that's a prop. Oh no, I'm good. It's not. It's not a prop. This is 100% real. Um, just like my win is going to be. It's going to be very real today because those are big words coming from a very little girl. Um, she's had only had to face one person, and while I love 
Um, I love my faction mate. She is a rookie. I had to face three giants in this league and that they all gave me losses, but I have learned from every single one of them. So it's going to be a really good match today. Yeah, and just to uh, give a little bit of context for what you might be talking about, Silvestrini here, is uh, Paul Preston, John Roca, and Liz Shannon Miller are the three that you are talking about, and they are titans of the game. What have you learned from those losses, and how do you make that zero in front of the three not get to your head coming into this match? I deal with what's in front of me, not behind. That's, that's all you can do. Take one question at a time, one match at a time. Uh, like Paige said, it's not who I'm playing against, it's me. I'm playing against myself and the questions, and that's all that matters right now. And final question for the Switchblade. Uh, how's your mom? She's Aww. good. She sends her love. Okay. Her brownies are amazing. As we go into round number one, the rules of round number one are as follows. Eight questions will emerge from eight different corners of movie, trivia, schmodown, goodness. Each question is worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing at least not in round number one. I feel like I should remind somebody named the Badass and somebody named the Switchblade about the stealing rule. Only in round number two can you steal. In round number one, you just got to get that correct answer. You have 15 seconds to do so once we ask the question to write down, that is, because we're going to ask you to show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempted answer into the microphone. I remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule. Hey, heroes for Boston teams. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds to get that correct answer, use a JTE rule. That's your repeat the question. You also each have one challenge. You may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. We'll bring in managers. You'll deliberate to your heart's content. We will hear our arguments, and then it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. Boston Badass, Paige Fribretti, do you understand the rules as I have read them here today? And are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Good luck. And Rachel Silvestrini, the Switchblade. You ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do this. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Three rounds in the singles division, ladies. Eight questions in round number one worth a point apiece. Remember, write down on those boards. Make sure we can see your hands and stop when that timer hits zero. Your first question coming in the category of Oscars. Actress Frances McDormand and director Chloe Zhao won Oscars for what 2020 film? Recency bias here. Yeah, I mean, it's, you always wonder what these questions will look like in like eight years from now. <laughs> we'll remember 2020? Four. I think we I hope not. Three. <laughs> Two, one, pens down, let's go till Silverstreamy first. No Madland. That is correct for a point and four for Breddy. No man land, baby. Got it correct, and we move on to question two, and that's in the world of horror movies. And your question. What 2010's Stephen King adaptation features performances from Rebecca Ferguson, Bruce Greenwood, and Kylie Curran? You know, we were talking about horror movies recently, Ellis, and I turned this on the other day. I'm sorry, can I get a JTE, please? You certainly may. Your JTE rule is... What 2010's Stephen King adaptation features performances from Rebecca Ferguson, Bruce Greenwood, and Kylie Curran? I'd like to see the Boston Badass using her JTs effectively. And right what I was them. saying is I turned this on the other day, Got 20 minutes in, I was like, you know what? I probably shouldn't watch this by myself. <laughs> Five, four, like three. I'm not your thunder, buddy. <laughs> Please. One. Pens down. Let's go to Paige for Breddy. It's uh, Dr. Sleep, guys. My apologies. Dr. I thought Sleep. you said 2010. Got a little confused for a hot second, so I'm glad I used that JTE. <laughs> That's why the rules are there for a point. Does Rachel have it? Absolutely, Dr. Sleep. Nailed it. It is two to two. All right, question number three, coming from one of my favorite categories, Action Adventure. Action Adventure for your third question. Who plays Katniss Everdeen in the Hunger Games franchise? I'll say the, the action. It, it, you really couldn't have named your show anything else from another movie category to sound cool. Maybe horror, but we know your experience. Five, four. Drama Movie Anatomy. Three, Tuesdays two, at noon. One. <laughs> Pens down, let's go back to the switchblade. Jennifer Lawrence. Is correct, and for the tie for Breddy. The beautiful Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, they uh, clearly studied in a variety of categories. Let's throw yeah. some drama at them. For a point, your question. 
Which actor starred in the dramatic films Changing Lanes, Hollywoodland, and Live by Night? Which one of those titles best describes your life, Ellis? <laughs> I feel like they all kind of work. I always signal when changing lanes. Five, four, three, two, 90% of the time. One, pens down, Boston badass. Is it the Boston boy himself, Ben Affleck? Yeah, it's kind of a Homer question there. You nailed it. And Rachel Silverstrini. He was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Ben Affleck. <laughs> That is correct. I wish I could give you both an additional point. (laughs) And your fifth question coming from another slash here is fantasy slash sci-fi for your fifth question, ladies. Joel Courtney, Elle Fanning, and Kyle Chandler star in this 2011 sci-fi adventure film from director J.J. Abrams. All right. I'm going to give you a question. You got to pick one within two seconds. You ready? Okay. Okay. Ben Affleck or Matt Damon? Damon. Okay. Five, four, three. Happy with that? Two. I don't know. I felt Byron's <laughs> question instantly. Okay. Rachel got it in just in the nick of time. Her first JTE rule. In the category of fantasy sci-fi, Switchblade, this is your fifth question. Joel Courtney, Elle Fanning, and Kyle Chandler star in this 2011 sci-fi adventure film from director J.J. Abrams. And wisely, these are two, even though combined 0 and 4, they know the game well because you saw Fabretti looking at her answer just in case she wanted to change it. I like that they're taking their time. They're letting the games coming to them. Two, one, pens down. And we are going to go to Switchblade. Did you have it? I didn't. And Fabretti for her first lead of the game. Personally, one of my favorite J.J. Abrams films, Super 8. That is correct. Wow, yeah, it takes her one point lead here, halfway through round number one. For Brady, still perfect, Switchblade trails by one as we go to the world of comedies. <laughs> For a point, your question. Which former Saturday Night Live actor plays the villain Jacobim Mugatu in Zoolander? Don't ja- quote it, don't quote it. <laughs> say Jacobim in case, just in case. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean. I feel like the last name helps more than the first name in this yeah. particular instance. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Double B. Uh, Will Ferrell. Correct for a point and switchblade. Will Ferrell. Got it. Okay, so it is six to five. Page for Brady, still perfect. I'm glad that you know me well enough to stop me from quoting the movie. I do appreciate that, Alice. <laughs> You're so hot right now. <laughs> All right. Your penultimate question in round number one it comes from the category of martial arts movies. Martial arts movies. Who plays the lead role of taxi driver Jimmy Tong in the 2002 film The Tuxedo? All right. Athletic history competition between me and Andrew Guy. I took three total weeks of karate lessons. Can you beat that? I was a black belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> three. So slightly then. No. <laughs> One. I would like to challenge. Pens down. Let's go to uh, Paige first. Did you have this one? I mean, I almost won my tuxedo today, but uh, Jackie Chan looks good in it. Jackie wow. Chan is correct. And Rachel. It's Jackie Chan. Got it both. And so it is seven to six. It is just that close, unlike Andrew Guy and I's martial arts discrepancy, a one-point game, your final question. And for Paige Fabretti, this is for a perfect round, but both competitors eligible to get a point here in the category of directors. And the question, who directed the films Small Soldiers, Looney Tunes, Back in Action, and The Burbs? I don't want to jinx our competitors or anything here, Ellis, but I honestly feel like this is exactly the way you want your game to start on either side. Five, four, knowledge in a variety of categories. Three, two, one, bends down, and let's go to the Switchblade. Is it Robert Zemeckis? It is not Robert Zemeckis, so six points total for her in round one for a perfect round, Boston Badass. Let's go, baby. It's Joe Dante. That is correct. It is a perfect round eight to six. And as we've seen so many times, Andrew, this additional point for a question just asked to Paige Fabretti could bear fruit later on in the match. 
Here we go. Paige, you do not have to write down your attempt at an answer. This question is just to you. So within 15 seconds, you may simply wager your guess out loud. And a big time congratulations to the badass for your very first perfect round. Let's see if you can continue on here with your bonus question. Which actor portrayed Batman in 1966's Batman the Movie? Just gonna go with the swing and say Adam West. A swing and a hit, a perfect round Ooh. plus one for right. the Boston Badass Ellis. Only two games in, she's got nine points at the end of round one. Nine to six is our score. Still a hotly contested matchup here as we careen into round number two. The wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and justice. It is a virtual wheel. We don't have the kind of money to send wheels just yet. So you'll spin it with your mind. Once you settle on a category, four questions emerge from that particular realm. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, there is stealing in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, again, you can ask us multiple choice. At that point, the value of the question does go down to one. You each have two usages of your JTE rules remaining. And so it is the Boston Badass with a three-point lead and right now a decision to make. Paige, would you like to spin that wheel first or defer to your opponent? No, I'm going to be generous today, and I'm going to let Rachel go first. Rachel, we're down. We're not out. No, never. This There is there is a thing that happens where if the first round doesn't go the way we envisioned it, it, it can get in the way. It's done. It's over. We keep trucking. You look great out there. You're loose. You're fun. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's yeah, been it's, it's been a fine. long time since we saw you on these uh, in these. Well, we've never seen you in this scenario, but but uh, hi, your mom's house. Uh, how are you feeling? Doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah, let's just let's let's, do spin, let's let's spin it. Let's have fun. It's still it's still our game. Oh. All right, round and round that, it goes. That's not going to get old for me, Mark. I enjoy your humor, always. And I enjoy this man's humor as well. Adam Sandler, yeah. 60 seconds to decide if you want to keep that category. I'm okay with Adam. I'm I gotta okay tell you, we need, what, what I will say is being down by three going into round two means we need to have a big round two, right? Yeah. So I think there's potential for a big round two here with you. Oh yeah. It's really, it's, I support whatever you want to do, but I just think we got to look at the situation we're in and what's on the board. I feel like this is a great option. I defer to you though, of course. I feel this is a good option, but I also feel like there are more out there that I can do even better in. Okay. So let's, let's spin the wheel. Great. All right, it's spinning again. And opponent's choice lurking out there, Andrew. We've seen it rear its ugly head on respins before. Yeah, we'll see if the greediness pays off here for the Switchblade, which with a name like that, you'd think it would. Lucasfilm is the spin. So she almost hits Sandler again, but she lands on Lucasfilm. All right, so we are set and ready to go. Rachel, your Lucasfilm questions, four in total to be proctored by my partner in crime, Andrew Guy. The category is Lucasfilm. Two points unless you need the aid of multiple choice. That's right, and then we will try and provide four options for you. One of them is supposed to be correct. Here we go. In the category of Lucasfilm, your first of four. Switchblade. George Lucas directed what 1973 coming-of-age film that was first produced by Lucasfilm? American Graffiti. Give her two points. That is correct. First question down here in the category of Lucasfilm. Two points in for the Switchblade. Your second question. Who plays the title character in the 1988 fantasy epic, Willow? Warwick Davis. Always a good day when you get a Willow question. Give her two more points. Brings her up to 10. 10 to nine here. The Switchblade has taken the lead back from the Boston Badass here early in round number two. Your third question, Switchblade in the category of Lucasfilm. What 1988 animated film follows the journey of a young dinosaur named Littlefoot and his friends to find their herds? The Land Before Time. 
It's a heartbreaker, but Rachel having a great round here in Lucasfilm. Give her two more points. Six on the round, two more on the table. Your final question, Switchblade, in the category of Lucasfilm. Who was a scriptwriter on all of these films? Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Empire Strikes Back, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. Lawrence Kasdan. What a round for the Switchblade. A perfect round two. She doesn't check to multiple. She gets it in in the last second. It is 14 to 9, Ellis, and what a great match we have on our hands. Well, hello. Perfect first round. Oh, thank you. Boy, you have sure earned that nickname today, haven't you? You know, I try, I try. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I love how much you're trying. It is showing. Man, oh, man, all your efforts are paying off, so I don't want to stand in your way. I don't want to slow your roll. Let's get to that wheel. And here it is. So close between Lucasfilm and Adam Sandler. What does the wheel have in store for the Boston Badass? Yeah, why can't I get Lucasfilm? Those questions were uh, slapped like one point. I was like, what? Musicals is your category. Do you want to keep it or do you want to spin away? I mean, I do like a little song and dance, but there's a lot of, I mean, honestly, this wheel is like perfect for me, but I'm just going to spin again to see what I get. I really hope it's Lucasfilm because we know all those answers. Yes, yes, we do. So we should let's just let's just land on Lucasfilm and we'll be all set. To be fair, I did ask the question and we revealed the answers. So it's kind of a that's why we know them all. Yeah, it's not necessarily there that's yeah i mean i wanted lucas but i i guess I'll we'll go. take yeah. tarantino some of us call him quentin but anyway you know yeah, him personally, well. right just give him a call for me he could be my landline right yeah you get one of those so quentin tarantino is the category for page for Breddy. her manager knows a little bit and we'll see if Paige knows some information about Said director, page two points per question list. You need the eight of multiple choice. You ready to go? Let's do it. All right, your first question in the world of Q, Tarantino. Which actor earned two Academy Award wins for starring in back-to-back Quentin Tarantino movies? It is the great Christoph Waltz. And that was a great correct answer for two points. And it is all of a sudden 14 to 11. Ready still trailing. Silvestrini by three. The Boston Badass can cut the lead to one with this next question, if she gets it correct, and it is, what is the first name of the killer stuntman played by Kurt Russell in Death Proof? I mean, he's a pretty cool dude. I think I know him personally, Stuntman Mike. Stuntman Mike is correct for two more points. It is a one-point lead for the Switchblade, and it could be a one-point lead for the Boston Badass if She gets her penultimate Tarantino question correct. Here it is. Who plays the older general, Sandy Smithers, in The Hateful Eight? The amazing Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern is indeed amazing, and that is a two-point question correct answer. And Andrew, it is now a one-point lead for the Boston Badass. I feel like they both got their strengths here, Mark. And we'll see about that, trying to match Silvestrini's perfect round two with a perfect round two of our own. Paige, your final question in the world of Quentin Tarantino. In Reservoir Dogs, Tim Roth is referred to as what color nickname in the heist crew? I mean, I think uh, it's the color of your tie, right, Mr. Orange? I cannot confirm or deny what the color of my tie looks like. But I can say that is a correct answer for two points. And just like that, we are witnessing greatness on both ends of the spectrum, or at least with both competitors here today, Andrew. It is now 17 to 14. Perfect rounds galore so far. What a phenomenal showing here in round number two. Obviously, Silvestrini a little bit behind because of round one. But what a way to bounce back from both of them. Both of them go completely perfect. They both go a little edgy, a little dangerous, and they re-spin the wheel. I love it. Let's go to that dangerous round number three. They're riding the lightning into the round that will determine the match. This is round three, and the rules are as follows. Three questions for each competitor will emerge. Your question values are first two points, 
then three points, then five points. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing in round three. How do we get those questions? Well, we need some help from each competitor. You give us a series of numbers. These numbers may range within one to 20. Those integers will correspond to a unique category of movie, trivia, schmodown, mystery, so you may not pick the same numerals as your opponent. Before we bring in your managers for one final pep talk, we're going to get those numbers. Boston Badass, you have a three-point lead, so we're going to start with you. Your three lucky numbers from 1 to 20 are? I'm going to go with uh, 369 because I'm pre feeling pretty fine right now. So 369 it is, and the switchblade. 13, 14, and 16. I want to reach across the country and give you the biggest high five right now. Okay. I, I don't care what happens in round three. I am so proud of you. The suspects are so proud of you. You are playing like an absolute champion. You have two JTE rules left. We have a challenge if we need it. You take your time. You think about your answers. You give them that good Boston badass flair when you answer, and you just keep doing everything you are doing, Paige. You are in the zone. This is your game from start to finish. How are you Thanks. feeling? I'm, oh, I'm feeling good. I mean, anything can happen in round three, but I'm anything feeling pretty good right now. So, All right. you know, hopefully may the odds land in my favor. So may let's they forever be in your favor. <laughs> How did that perfect second round feel? Uh, I felt really good. <laughs> I gotta tell you, something that I feel like is so unfair in regards to you is that your record does not account for all of the various people on our faction that you have brought to victory. That their wins are, are your wins, Rachel. And I wish that that was reflected in your record because the, you are the heartbeat of this faction and I want you to get a win for yourself today. So let's stay, let's stay digging in. We know the den has been on the wrong side of it but it can come down to a five-pointer. We've been, we've been on the wrong side of it a lot this year. So a three-point lead, this is this is, can nothing. be solved in a five-pointer, okay? So stay loose. You have two JTEs. It's time to get your own win. Rousing words from both managers. And Andrew, I got to say, you can really feel the competitive fire coming through the this, this screen right now. <laughs> I, I love what the managers have done in this match. I really do. They're doing exactly what we want them to do while their competitors stay dialed in. And that's exactly what we need here in round number three. I know that the Switchblade is up first here, Rachel. You are down by just a hair. You got a three-point deficit, as we just mentioned. The first number that you chose was number 13. Number 13 coincides with the category of fantasy sci-fi. Fantasy sci-fi for your two-pointer Switchblade and a to bring it within one. Which actor co-stars with Jennifer Lawrence as Jim Preston in the film Passengers? Chris Pratt. About two seconds for two points there. The Switchblade is on the board in round number three, 16 to 17. Rachel, you have to answer your three-pointer to send it back over to the Boston Badass. You selected number 14, Rachel and that coincides with the category of horror, horror films. For your three-pointer and the lead for the first time in this match after her perfect round, of course. Denzel Washington plays Philadelphia police detective John Hobbs in what 1998 horror thriller about a serial killer whose, murdering, whose murderous rampage continues after his execution? Fallen. Wow. No nerves here in round three, Ellis. Give her three more points, and she's back in the lead. That is correct on both accounts. Fallen and your statement, Andrew. Silver Strini, the switchblade, not blinking, and it doesn't look like she will anytime soon. And so now we do pivot to the Boston Badass, who gave us her three numbers. The first one, of course, is number three. And so, Paige, that is going to correspond to... The world of a guy who I, I just feel like everybody enjoys, and that is Tom Hanks. Aww. And your question that could help pull you to a tie with the Switchblade. Tom Hanks starred in, directed, and wrote what 1996 film that also has Tom Everett Scott, Liv Tyler, and Steve Zahn? 
I believe it is that thing you do. You doing that thing you do, answering questions correct. And it's now tied. And so we are gonna stick with Paige for Freddie for her three-pointer, Andrew. She could possibly take a three-point lead and then pivot back to Switchblade for a five-pointer she's gotta have. We're not there yet. Where we are is category six, which is what Fabretti chose. And that corresponds to the world of, a little broader than Tom Hanks, but not by much, comedies. <laughs> and your question. For three points and a three-point lead. You'll find a kangaroo named Jackie Legs in what 2000s comedy? I believe, and by the way, Australia is one of my favorite places. Believe this is Kangaroo Jack. I, I met a couple kangaroos a couple months ago and they were delightful. That is correct for three points and the lead. And so now we pivot back to Silver Strini. It's a five pointer, Andrew, that the Switchblades gotta have. 22 to 19. Rachel, for your five point question, you chose number 16. And once again, a beloved actor in our hearts, Denzel Washington, for your five point question. Your five pointer to take the lead and send it back to the Boston Badass to answer hers. Which Academy Award winning actress plays Ava Mae Fisher, Antoine's mother, in Antoine Fisher? Four, three, two. Repeat the question. Okay, she has one left. The category of Denzel Washington for five points. Which Academy Award winning actress plays Ava Mae Fisher, Antoine's mother in Antoine Fisher? Octavia Spencer. And your winner! Viola Davis. Viola Davis is the Oscar winner that we were looking for. Viola Davis, it was a great game, a great match between both competitors. Numerous perfect rounds, tons of correct answers, and it is the usual suspects. Paige Fabretti getting her very first win in the movie trivia schmodown. It's got to be nice to hear those words, and we'll hear more from you and Sam Levine in just one second. You know, it was going to be a heartbreaker either way because it, we, we love these ladies in real life so much and they're just such bright lights in the Schmodown community. You know they have the ability to get multiple Ws, but only one could pull out here today. It was the Boston Badass. Why? I honestly, it was that perfect round one. It set her up for the the rest of the game. She was able to defer in round two. She knew what she needed to do. She was able to play the game the way that she wanted and have Rachel play the game that Paige set up for her. And I know that might sound like very meta or very macro for the, the MTS, but that's really what it's all about. If you can get in the head of your opponent with the scoreboard, that's really the best way to do it. Now, the one thing that we can hang on to as fans of the Den or of the Switchblade is that Rachel has picked up three wins in the team division it's not like she's gone winless in the mts but that singles win does seem to be ever evasive and when you talk about the boston badass she had swagger she had knowledge she had confidence and she looked like a veteran out there mark and i think that last bit that i said looking like a vet is the most important thing to look at when you're looking at her as a manager or as someone who might run into her down the line yeah, you and I fond of using the baseball expression five to a player and Paige being from the city she is no stranger to baseball glory to talk about her own personal glory here today alongside her manager, Sam Levine of the usual suspects. She's going to be interviewed by the great Jen Sturger. Jen, you know something about baseball, too. Just a thing or two, Mark Ellis, just a thing or two, you know, uh. What, what? What's so funny? What happened? I am such a proud papa right now. <laughs> you have no idea. We've done so many study sessions. And I got to tell you, seriously, this woman has put in the work and it showed today. This was everything I knew she had in her to be 
in a Schmodown match. She, I don't want to say she lived up to my expectations. She <laughs> exceeded my wildest expectations. And I know she has a proud faction behind her who are going to be so excited to hear the news about what happened here today. Paige, I got to ask you, how does it feel to get that first W under your belt? I mean, uh, there should be no crying in Schmodown, but I just want to shed a tear. I am just so, just like, that's great because now. I always wanted to be Tom Hanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I mean, this is just, it's always been a dream of mine to be in the Schmodown. So, the fact that it's got my first W for my team, my faction, and for Sam and for myself, it's just uh, unbelievable. <laughs> that, that's more than a W. That is a W with a bullet. That is a perfect game, Paige. Perfect game, start to finish. What do you think you learned from your last match, obviously, which came down to the wire? Um, and, and honestly, it was a brilliant first showing you had. So what did you take away from that match that you applied to this match? Honestly, just stay calm and collective and just be confident with your answers no matter what. And I said it in the beginning, it really is no matter who you're playing against. It's really you against the questions. You guys can give me whoever you want. I'm No matter what, it's just me against the questions and that's how I'm playing it. So... They grow I up so fast, it. don't they, Jen? I, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shedding tears over here. Well, congratulations on a fantastic win today. And uh, I can't wait to see who you play next because I'm pretty sure you're going to give him hell. Oh, yeah. I mean, since you guys are just giving me the den the whole time, give me, like, Thomas Harper. I want to see that dude in a singles match or something. Like, Is she calling her own shot, Sam? What is <laughs> happening right now? She's her saying- own person. I She's can do anything she wants. I won't stand in her way. I'm just here to support Nope, you guys can give me whoever you want, though. I don't care. I'm just happy to be here and given the opportunity to keep playing. So thank you, guys. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on getting your first victory here at the Movie Trivia Showdown. You know, it's win or lose, and you and I never have a rooting interest once the matches actually start. But this is why we love the game. This is why we enjoy the sport of it, Andrew, is when you see that first victory breakthrough, the emotions that follow, you can't write this stuff. It's just pure human joy. That interview was the greatest uh, display of what a rookie is. And I'll tell you exactly why. You saw the emotions, the heartfelt win, and you also saw her kick out of her coverage by calling out Thomas Harper, a man who hasn't missed a question in maybe the last two matches he's played. So you know what? I, I, I applaud her for it. I think the confidence is great, but that's what rookies do. You get great wins, you get emotional, and you call out someone who, honestly, after what we saw today from Paige, and I don't know if Thomas ever has any interest in singles, She is clearly a force to be reckoned with. The other side of that coin, though, is her opponent in the Switchblade today. Another great match. Look, we all have, look, six in round one is not a bad thing to do. She has a perfect round two. Round three, the great equalizer out there. Very, very tough. A hard five-pointer and a hard-fought match for the Switchblade. Coming up a little short here today, but nonetheless displaying a wealth of movie trivia knowledge across the board. And I liked how you noted that both competitors really going for it all there in round number two, spinning again, looking for that category that they wanted. And boy, did they ever. So it's a tough L here today. It's not the moral victory that Silver Street was hoping for, but a lot to take out of this match on the positive side. So we'll hear from her, Kate Mulligan. And once again, Jen Sturger, what sport do you want to open with this time? I was thinking hockey, Mark Ellis. I really was. Uh, You know, just because I was watching the playoffs last night and uh, tough loss for the Knights. Uh, But anyways, if I could put somebody... Hearing voices. I'm sorry, those aren't lies. (laughs) That was my son yelling. That was my son yelling to me that he has poopoos. (laughs) I know. Oh my god. Um how do we recover from this? Anyway, you know, I'm going to I'm going to actually take it from there Jen because I think what we've what we've actually witnessed here is something that I think everybody there's there's something that nobody's actually talked about and I think I'm the that one is that everyone poo-poos and yes. honestly and also loses a match or, or, or yeah. two or several at the movie trip showdown but yeah. you know what Rachel I, I think I have to say the exact same thing that Kate said and that is that your value as a showdown player is not just represented by your record. It is about what your attributions you bring to your team and what you contribute to your faction. And I think that those are things that are just simply invaluable. And the fact that you don't have a win just doesn't, it doesn't compute with how good of a player you actually are. Because I think when you look at how some of your losses went down and who they were against um, throughout your career, 
Uh, you haven't been playing slouches, let's be clear. No, I haven't. And I, and let's be honest, I haven't won in singles. I've won in teams exactly many times. So I think, you know, I, I, I hope I get to play teams this season because I think that I can dominate in teams. But I didn't do terribly in this round or in this match. You know, my round one, I got six points, which no slouch. It's fine. Sometimes you forget a few answers. But then round five, uh, my five-pointer, it was a toss-up. It was a 50-50 choice between the two women because... If you haven't seen the movie in a while, it's kind of hard to like pull that up. So, you know, I'm I'm proud of what I did. This was a great match. Paige is a great player. I'm proud. I'm I'm happy for her. Um, but yeah, I I want another match. Like, <laughs> if I can, that'd be great. Absolutely, especially when you look at your performance, like you said in round two, where it's like you you were just lights out. And I feel like that's something that you've been pretty consistent. Like round two is usually pretty good to you. It's just whether or not you'll stumble out of the gate or if you, like I said, have trouble pulling that five, I think is honestly what what tends to bite you in the butt. And so it's like, I, I think I ask you and Kate, how do we get past that hurdle? You just have to keep studying. That's all it is. You have to keep studying. There's 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 no right answer to it. There, there's no way, there's no correct uh, answer other than hit the books, go back to study sessions with the den. Uh, which I'm going to do immediately after getting off this call. I don't um, doubt that at all. <laughs> you know, you just have to keep going. You can't, you take take a second, hang your head for a little bit if you need to, but I'm not going to because this is a, I'm proud of what I did here. So keep studying. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I just want to jump in here. I'm, I'm really proud. I think I'm probably taking this harder than Rachel's only because I really wanted Rachel to have this because I, the way, Same. and this is, this is the, tr the truth is that I, um, this, and this is what I was starting to say is that nobody wants to talk about it, but I'm the only manager that actually has kids. That's not, that's not me flexing. That's actually, it's a negative to my players. So we, I've got Rachel Silvestrini behind the scenes. If you asked every single member of the den, raise your hand, doesn't matter what league they're in. If Rachel Silvestrini has ever showed up to quiz you, to, to practice with you, Every single member of the den would have their hand raised. I'm talking Thomas Harper for Star Wars matches. Rachel shows up. And that's why I, I, it's just that thing. It's like always the bridesmaid, never the bride is what it feels like here. Because I feel like this is somebody who really in, in a lot of ways is in a management position. I feel bad for, for members of my faction because like there are other factions that definitely have more hands on managers than I am. But Rachel has stepped in and is like such a leader of this team that I just really feel like, oh, I just wanted her to have it. I just wanted it for her. But this is, you're looking at exactly who she is. She's going to take it in stride. She did awesome. And I have to say, looking at Paige, like you look at Preston, you look at Roka, you look at Liz Shannon Miller, all who that Rachel's had losses to. Paige played a perfect game today. We're gonna not, we're not done hearing about Paige. Paige is gonna be another one, another great in the books. You know what I mean? So to me, I feel like this was, this was, I just, I really wanted it for her. I just want, I just felt like there's nothing I can give to Rachel that matches what she gives to us as a faction. And I just wanted her to get a W for that. Like just to, just so she could feel like, just have that little bounce in her step today. But I will keep hoping and just keep appreciating her. And I hope everybody sends their love Rachel's way because she is invaluable to this league, to this entire operation here. I absolutely agree. And like you said, Kate, you know, you can you can be always the bridesmaid, never the bride. But I'll say I have more bridesmaid stresses than Rachel has losses, and I finally found <laughs> I found my husband. So it's only a matter of time just before you get time. that from right. you. So uh, on that note, um, I'm gonna let you guys go because I feel like Kate might have something to clean up. Somebody has poopos. <laughs> okay. Kids in there. Themselves. Andrew guy choking in the pre-show intro. I mean, it's just we really have everything here in the movie trivia schmodown. But on a serious note, Andrew, you, you hear how crucial Rachel Silverstrini has been to the den. And while both competitors today are tremendous parts of our schmodown community, I will extend what the den has to say about Silverstrini to include that's how she treats this entire community everybody in this league and the family that it has become is in large part due to people like rachel silver street she's just one of the brightest lights in a room you could ever hope for and i love to see her compete in more teams singles whatever she feels like but more importantly i just love having her around because she's just that special 
of a human being. As for the match today, didn't break her way. It did go the way of the Boston Badass. The Boston Badass, the Switchblade, two nicknames I never want to meet in a dark alley. Knowing who the people behind them are, I'd welcome them into my home. Yeah, I mean, honestly, in both of those post-game interviews, you saw maybe the softer side of the badass and the switchblade, and it's well-earned. You, you heard from both their managers how hard they work behind the scenes, how much work they go that's unrecognized. They're unsung heroes, and, you know, today, the badass had her day in the sun, and, you know, the switchblades will be coming soon. It, you know, to add to what you're saying about how great she is, because of that, she's going to continue to get matches. That's just what happens when you have a good relationship with your faction, a good relationship with your manager and the rest of the league. That's how you can get more games played if you're not picking up those W's. So Silvestrini has figured out a way to stay in the league in our hearts and, of course, here in the competition. As for Forbetti, as for the Boston Badass, we just have to see what happens next. She was a stone-cold killer today, and you could really see how proud Papa Hanks, or excuse me, Sam Levine was. <laughs> yeah, those perfect round twos help as well. And so it was a sterling match here today. Great trivia minds on display once again for Rachel, the Switchblade Silverstrini, and the Boston Badass Page for Bretty. The usual suspects take the W over the den today. And we will say goodnight, but not before we thank everybody behind the scenes here that keeps this family running. That is Skybound and the hardworking tech engineers that make us look nice and pretty. The head writer and his crew, PJ Campbell, that make me and Guy look smart or at least semi-competent. Jen Sturger, who is always making us elevate our game. Christian Harloff, the granddaddy of this whole thing. Andrew Guy, it was a pleasure as always, my friend. Always great to see you, Ellis, and I cannot wait for our next uh, outing. I'll see you tomorrow at 530 at the park. Sure you will. That's all for us here today at the Movie Trivia Schmodown. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save